3: Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man, Big Dev. Tee hee. <laughs> I like I, you went deep and yeah, you I went I deep.
2: Went, I went super deep. Went soulful on that yes. one. <laughs> Calvin. I'm Calvin. <laughs> in
0: a world where Calvin is the historian, we're talking black people. <laughs>
1: Plot twist, <laughs>
0: not today, bitches.
2: <laughs> I got some white people for your asses. <laughs> uh,
0: Switching it up.
1: Talk about my favorite peoples. White, white people, the whites. White people, the whites. people. <laughs> white. <laughs> I'm gonna make that take off. Calling you guys the whites, the whites. So the whites are at it again.
3: Uh, we're always I mean, at it. The
1: whites be whiten.
2: We're I feel like at the it. whites be at it again. <laughs> <laughs> is is... Pretty much always, said anyway. <laughs> there's a meme about that. Oh, she's,
1: okay, she's, also, she's, it
3: should be a meme. A meme.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah She's had a barbecue on the phone, calling calling the cops. My God, yeah. the whites be
0: whiten. Fucking people. Jesus Christ. So, anyway. of the, of the um, uh, what was it? There was a, a Kroger is closing down, and like there were like 60 people outside protesting, and they were all white. <laughs> all white. <laughs> and, the, and the first comment on the on the news story was, "I'm white, <laughs> but I'm not protesting a closing Kroger." White. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Anyhow. That's so oh I'm white I'm, people shit right I'm, I'm, sorry, that, I, that, that I'm white, like, but I'm not waved to the cops as you drive by white. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's definitely <laughs> my favorite one.
3: Alright, so
0: uh, yeah, I am the historian today
1: and we're gonna be talking about C. S. Lewis, but before we do that
3: You know what we have to do we, we
1: gotta we gotta
2: take that shot. Take that shot.
1: So take what are we shot. drinking? I'm drinking Woodford Reserve just like I was last yep, time I me was. Me too. On. What are right. I'm doing
2: uh, the Makers 46 again. Okay, and
1: uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Oh, wait, okay. no Mary. All right. Yeah. Starting to get a theme that we record all these at the same time. All right, here we go.
2: Or Dave just really likes Bloody Mary. <laughs> I
3: like Bloody Marys. <laughs> They're fantastic. Not the whole bottle, Calvin. <laughs> not again.
0: Ah, oh, God, Everclear. Could be worse. Could be Everclear. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: yeah. not Everclear. You're fine. <laughs>
0: We do, we do need to get the, uh, the seven minutes of EverCal. Yes,
3: yeah, the um, seven minutes of EverCal. That will be a part of our Patreon yes, yes. that we are going to start. Uh, it's it's going to be kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good things that are going to be oh, yeah. showing yeah. up on that. So,
1: fun story they're talking about. Uh, we did try to start an episode, <laughs> and I drank Everclear.
2: In the world. Not just one shot.
1: Where yeah, Calvin no. doesn't listen to Not just two shots. Day. No. Uh, I, had, I just, had four shots I, of it I
3: was going to say oh, Not, not, not even, even just three, three. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I had four
1: shots of it But and I didn't know What Everclear was In a world Where yeah. Calvin doesn't Listen to Dave <laughs> Yeah <laughs> This is a bad idea Dave was like Chip no <laughs> Chip
2: no No don't do don't it
1: <laughs> And uh, yeah I was uh, We got seven minutes in We did all this banter Yeah And uh, I looked across the table <laughs> At Big Dev And I said Here's what, I, 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 j- I swear okay. to God Sober Cal took over For 30 <laughs> seconds Stepped into the driver's seat. He's like, I need and you to. I, I looked to r- r- <laughs> Yeah, I looked right <laughs> at Big at, at Big depth. I was like, Hey, here's what I need you to do. I need you to stop
0: recording. And and he had this confused look on his face, like, huh? Oh okay. no, okay, no okay. we all did. Okay. But you have to understand from our perspective, one of two <laughs> things was about to happen. Barf! You were about to puke your brains out. Which I didn't all do. over the table. No, so you like, did not. Or you were about to give us the. All right, guys, I'm I'm fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I need y'all to rally around me for this one. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no. And, and as no, it no, was see, like no. Nope.
2: My thought was he was going to go off on us for like talking over him. <laughs> no, I was fine with that. Which is constantly done. Oh, on I'm the sorry. Because i lot of sports trying. says what?
1: I'm trying to sober up. I can do this. I can do this. And I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. So uh, <laughs> this I have is never. Where
2: Calvin snaps on us. <laughs> I have never.
1: Uh, touched Everclear ever again um, By the way, my wife just texted She's on her way here Can you text her a door code so she can walk in? Anyhow so uh, I'll my, go get her Awesome I'll, I'll take care right, of Jen I don't know, I don't know <laughs> Anyhow <sighs> She's on her way here uh, So, <laughs> today, I'm the historian And we're going to be talking about my, my actual favorite author Clive
3: your, your actual
1: My actual, not my pretend favorite author
3: Right the one so, that you tell people, you're, you're like, Oh yeah, I love that author. This is your actual Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I Dan like Brown. <laughs> I don't like Dan Brown. I don't know.
1: What da Vinci a heck Code. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy oh, I do uh, I will tell you, I did enjoy Da Vinci Code. I enjoyed Angels and Demons more. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy his books. All of them. I've read all of them. Every, Even the ones that no one knows about. <laughs> like Digital Fortress. <laughs> like it does oh, it doesn't yeah, include Uh, The Tom Hanks character (laughs) yeah, or or religion or anything like that, but it does uh, have conspiracy theories. Anyway, so much older author, Clive Staples Lewis, better known as C.S. Lewis, most famous for writing uh, The Chronicles of Narnia. That's what most people know Mm -hmm. him for. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about him a little bit because there's stuff that people might not know about because The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie came out and then uh, the Prince Caspian movie came out and then a few other ones came out. Um, whether you're talking about BBC or the the ones that Walden Media put out a number of years ago, uh, but uh, people don't know about his whole background, which I think is kind of interesting, and who he knew and who he was rubbing uh, you know rubbing elbows with. But uh, Clive Staples Lewis was born in Belfast, Ireland, on November twenty ninth, eighteen
3: ninety eight. Eighteen ninety eight
1: party like it 's 1899. <laughs> nope that doesn 't work okay all right so um, fun fun story i had a uh, a, a
3: mandela effect one yeah. of my
1: history professor my well my main history professor in college he had uh, a whiteboard on his door, and I would go Why and
2: gotta be white well that 's what they're called so I Why would I go I would go and write all these historical <laughs> things
1: yeah. and one of my favorite things that i I, I wrote was party like it 's eighteen ninety nine <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. so uh, Clive Staples Lewis, born in uh, in November of 1898, uh, he was um, when he was four years old though. So four years later. Um, so four when, years. we're in the 1900s. So now, be back 1902. When he was born. <laughs> yeah, we're in the <laughs> 1900s now. Um, his dog died. It was killed by a car.
2: Oh shit! We're this is a John, 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 yeah. Wick? John Wick story. Yeah,
1: John Wick? yeah. So fuck you, Henry Ford. Yeah. <laughs> so he went and killed Henry. He, he went and killed Henry Ford immediately after that. Yeah. No. Uh, so um, when he was four years old, his dog uh, his his dog's name was Jaxie. Oh. His dog was killed by a car, and he announced
3: so he announced
1: his. that my name is now Jack. Jack. My name is now Jack, and it was a name that he was known by uh, his friends and his family for the rest of his life. Okay. Which is interesting because. You think about someone's nickname, you're like, okay, it's it's always We like, named
2: the dog Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, take the <laughs> I'll take the rapist. I'll
1: take the rapist.
0: That's therapist.
1: No, so um
0: anal bum cover.
1: So my uh, my nickname at work is Killmonger. Because of, of my course, hair, yeah. right? Um, but, but that's just the
3: one. I never tell understood. You. Like, I he, never understood. He was like, my nickname <laughs> is Killmonger. No, man, my, <laughs> no, my,
0: my nickname's T Bone. <laughs> yeah.
3: He was he was in the restroom. <laughs> I created
0: my
2: own nickname for people to come into the stall next to him. Hey, man, did you see you He's a pretty cool dude, ain't he?
0: <laughs> and they immediately
1: knew.
2: Who Had I was a T-shirt about. made up, <laughs> just walking around
0: with a walking around with a shirt going, "Call me Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me Killmonger. (laughs) Reverse psychology
1: on my shirt.
3: Hands pointing at the words. Anyhow,
0: so his dog was killed.
1: He called himself uh, Jack. Everybody called him Jack. And the funny thing is, when I was first introduced to him as an author, I found that out very early. And I was like, how do you get Jack from C.S. Lewis? It doesn't make any sense. Like, you get, you know, Rick from Richard. You know, I don't know how you get Bob from William. I still don't know how that happened. But now I understand CS Lewis. I, I feel is like called we talked about that because once, his dog how, died. How
2: you come up with those weird abbreviations of names or at least I've talked about it with
3: someone. <laughs> he talked it he talked about it to himself in, in the a mirror. dream. Maybe I did. In a dream. <laughs> I have so some pretty. Any sure. that's more yeah. fun.
1: His name's Jack. As as a as a kid, he's fascinated with anthrop anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, that's so actually, animals that have um, so think Zootopia. Animals that have so, human characteristics. Human furries. Char-
3: yeah, it's yeah. Basically, a furry. definitely. Yeah.
1: I didn't mean <laughs> to make this sexual, but
0: yeah, that's exactly what we're thinking.
3: Not all so, furries are furries sexual. Aren't
0: necessary. Don't. Why you got a stereotype, Cal? Uh, because
1: I don't know much about furries, and I don't want to know <laughs>
3: much <laughs> about hey, furries. I've been to Pangolcon <laughs> twice. I know enough about. He's furry.
1: invited us twice to PangoCon and I have not come for that very reason. <laughs> because furries. <laughs> Please hit the bell. Please hit the bell. I have not come for that very reason. That's funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. All right. I didn't mean it that way, I care but I did. who you are. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. In a world. So, uh, <clears throat> so talking animals. Uh, Robin Hood. You know, all the animals that talk. Uh, animals talk in all the Disney movies for the most part, except for Pocahontas. The animals do not talk in Pocahontas.
3: And, well, in, and they're making in Pocahontas, a lot of, it was a very um, – Pocahontas Center. Like, it was, like, very about her.
1: It was? John
3: Smith. Not really John Smith. Nobody cares about John Smith. Nobody cared about John Smith. Everybody kind of hates them. Well, and then there's, um, I
0: mean, there's the talking animals in Dumbo that were racist as all hell.
3: Oh no, they were the crows. Well, it's product they've, of their time. <laughs> they've cut the crows product out of... of the
2: release I know. for Dis- the Disney no. Plus stream. Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Which is
1: so bad. And yeah. Are you gonna get Disney Plus? Because I'm getting Disney Plus. I don't no. uh, nope. Uh, nope. Disney, dude.
0: Disney
3: just I'm bought not Hulu. Do it. I'm gonna I know. be like, hey you Cal, have to buy Disney I, Plus um, now. Get no, <laughs> no,
2: no I'm convinced they're getting.
0: They're not gonna bother with Disney Plus now. It's all gonna be integrated with Hulu.
2: Yeah, because they own own Hulu. We'll
0: talk after this episode. Uh. Anyhow, C.S. Lewis, Clive
1: Staples Lewis. We will get through this even (laughs) even if it's two parts. Even if it's two parts. So he liked uh, Animals That Talk. Uh, He fell in love with the Beatrix Potter stories, and he often wrote and illustrated his own animal stories. Now, uh, because of this, he was influenced by this. He and his brother created this whole universe called Boxen. And it was inhabited and run by animals. Okay. So this is pre, this is early C.S. Lewis, right? So he gets into his writings later, but he created this whole world that never turned into anything. I did the same thing when I was young. Mm -hmm. I wrote this, there was this girl that I liked. We went to church together. I don't remember what her name was, but I liked her so much. And I wrote this story where I was a hero and she was the damsel in distress. And I rescued her and I gave it to her. She went to my church. I gave the story to her. She read it. Her father read it. The next week, they never showed up again at our <laughs> church. <laughs> but wow. that story was called "The Backup," which was totally a rip-off of Batman. <laughs> totally, like from the from the whole diving down through the skylight moment. Totally, Sh- the same fucking thing. Was, <laughs> it's, is C- it's Seal so playing funny. in
2: the background. <laughs> Kiss from a rose. No, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, no. Michael Keaton Batman. Was
2: that Kiss from a Rose? Oh, uh, no, Kiss no, from Rose that's, was... That's uh, the third, Val, Kilmer. 30, that
1: was yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. But we are talking 80s. Yeah. At the These worst, worst <laughs> 89, Batman. 89, early early 90s. All right, so anyway. Um, so uh, C.S. Lewis, he is. Uh, he goes to private school. And his mother dies of cancer when he's nine.
0: Does uh, Does he then make everybody call him by her name? No. No.
1: That would be weird.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, so he loved the dog why, more.
1: Why are you being weird, Dave? <laughs> um, so he loved
0: the dog more. Quote. Cool.
1: So uh he he's schooled by private tutors. His mom dies when he's nine. It's 1908 at this point. So his father, at this point, grieving, yeah, probably not not ready to raise kids on his own, he sends C.S. Lewis away to boarding school, which was actually a common practice in this time. It totally was. It, definitely. Yeah. Uh, my mom went to boarding school, and that was in the '50s. Fifties uh, and sixties. So uh, his father sends him away uh, away to study at a boarding school, and he he moves from school to school for a number of reasons, uh, ranging from school closing and the headmaster being committed to an insane asylum uh, to uh, his own health issues. Right? He actually ended up going to a school in an area that was better for his uh, respiratory issues. It's okay, that's kind of interesting. Um, so it was during this time that he also abandoned his uh, his parents' Christian faith. So he becomes an atheist at this time. So he's 10 or 11, 11 or 12, something like that. He abandons his faith, and he becomes an atheist, uh, and he becomes very, very interested in mythology and the occult. He actually, later on, becomes one of the foremost authorities of the 20th century of mythology. Okay. Interestingly enough, which we'll get to in a little bit, so... He's um he's wonderstruck by songs and legends that he uh, that what what he called the the northern northernness the ancient literature of Scandinavia preserved in the Icelandic sagas so he would have loved frozen i know we all <laughs> hate fucking let it go he would have been all over that shit so anyway um he uh, he grew to love nature in this time he uh, In his uh, teenage writings, he moved away from boxing. He and his brother had written Boxen, right? Yep. Uh, when, he, when he was younger, he, he turned into a teenager, and he starts using different forms, such as poetry, opera, to kind of capture his newfound interest in North mythology. He's literally, he, he's literally as a teenager, becoming an expert on all sorts of different mythology. Okay. Which will lead to what mm-hmm, we're getting to mm-hmm. in a bit.
3: I, I love mythology. Yeah,
1: so he he grows to love Greek mythology as well, Greek literature and well, mythology. Of course. So of course. Of course, yeah. everything comes from the original Greek, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 1916, he's awarded a scholarship to uh, the university college at Oxford.
3: Ooh, fancy. Yes, so he becomes an
1: Oxford don very early on. Uh, within months of, uh, of getting there, though he is shipped off to World War I.
3: Oh, okay. Yep,
1: he's fighting World War I. And um, he he talks about, and, and he wrote a lot of letters. Back then, you didn't have the internet. Yeah. You didn't have email, you didn't have any of that stuff. So you wrote letters to people, whether it was to your family, whether it was to uh, your wife, your spouse, back home. And uh, he, uh, he cite, in, in one of his letters, he talks about, the war that he saw in the trenches of warfare in World War One, uh, along with the the loss of his mother to cancer, the fact that he moved from school to school, he was very very unhappy with school. He was very very smart. He was way beyond his instructors when he was in school. Right, right. So he talks about all that. Can relate. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> he talk and he talks that he talks about that as why he was so pessimistic as a person. And he also says. This really led into me not believing in any kind of deity at all. It led into him being an atheist, um, which is kind of interesting. So, know,
0: and the funny, so you just, just stopping right there for a sec, yep. the funniest part about that is everybody looks at the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. And all the hugely religious overtones and symbolism. We're going to get to that. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. We're like that. It, get just, to it that. just. It absolutely. Like as of right now, it seems very uh, in a world. It seems <laughs> very <laughs> incongruous. And, and
1: the funny yeah. thing is, he would disagree with you mainly because of what he's an expert in. But we're going to yeah. right. get there. We're going so, to get there. We're getting there. So, so, um, we're getting
2: there.
1: So while he's in the army, he is. Uh, he's he's rooming <laughs> with another guy, another cadet whose name is Edward. Courtney, 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 not Courtney, Courtney, uh, Francis Patty Moore, who she has the same last name. With me. Courtney, yes. So, and these two make a, a deal: if one of us dies in battle, yeah, if one of us dies in this war, we will take care of the other person's family.
2: Okay, Aww. Right.
1: Which is actually how swinging began. <laughs> I should All do right, a. Right, I should right, do an episode right. on the history of swinging. Interestingly enough, but. Um, like,
3: and Jen is in the wait, studio. Th- like y'all, the,
0: the dance or
3: no? no I, I am not swinging vagina. Like literally, in this like room. sexual <laughs> swinging.
1: It also started based on that whole idea. Um, wait, hey, if I die, if I die, you... you take care of my wife. You take care of my spouse. Um, so anyway, uh, C.S. Lewis and his roommate make this this pact: if I die, you will take care of my family, right? right. And so C.S. Lewis ends up taking care of this. It, Patty dies in war, yep. and C.S. Lewis ends up taking care of this guy's mother until she dies. They, he went and visited her pretty much every day. Yeah. Well, well, he would see her every now and again, but then she was committed to a hospital because she was becoming frail, and he would visit her every day pretty much until the day she died. Mm. In this, so he made
0: good on this promise.
1: So
2: right, pretty right. good guy, right? Oh, not too.
1: Bad. Um, so he cared. He cared for this guy's. Uh, I mean,
0: it's also 1920, and like we've we've established, we're in the 40s at this point. Okay, but still, the there's no internet. There's not yeah, much right. else. I know. Right. do. I to do. No I'm memes. gonna. I'm gonna, I know, I'm gonna no visit no this guy's wife. Yeah. Right. Whatever.
3: Uh, unless they're in a cave <laughs> somewhere. Right. And then there's memes. Yes.
0: So
1: um, something you should know about him. He was also he was raised in a religious family. So I talked about him abandoning his faith, but he was raised in a religious family. Uh, he attended the Church of Ireland because he was born originally in Ireland. Uh, he became an atheist when he was 15, so a teenager. So, Dave, I know that you you don't believe anything. So, I mean, not you believe in things, but you, <laughs> you know, don't
3: believe but, anything.
1: But I know that at both Dev and Dave at this table, you're both atheists. At, what, at what age? What age did that kind of happen for you both?
0: Uh, when I wasn't kicked out, but I was invited to not re-enroll for the following year at Catholic school, I was uh, 14. 14? Okay, 14.
2: Uh, I've never been into religion at all. My family didn't make me go to church or anything like oh, that. Oh, see, I had the whole so I tried life. okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, I tried for the family. Twice. You got to go through the
0: confirmation, first communion, right, all yeah. that. Like I did all that shit. Yeah, and it was and it was like and honestly, so it was probably yeah, it's before like, that because I mean, the reason why they asked me not to come back is because right. I kept asking too many questions. Too many questions. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Understood. Yeah, I, I uh, went to
2: two diff. Like I, I went to two different churches. Like like the first one was like ah, this isn't really the message for me. And then I went to a different one. It's like, this is definitely not the message <laughs> me. Nope, not that one. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think this is, uh, I don't think J, J easy is uh, for me. <laughs> J
1: easy. Oh, I like that. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on, from here on out. Jesus, I'm sorry. Your name is now J easy. I don't want to confuse you with that Mexican guy. Who's trying to cross the border illegally <laughs> or legally, oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Anyhow. So, um, so he becomes an gets at age 15 Uh, Though he later describes himself as being paradoxically angry with God for not existing. (laughs) These were his own words. You know, I'm angry with God for not existing. So um, his, his early separation from Christianity specifically began when he started to view his religion as a chore or as a okay, dude. right? Yeah, hey, you know, hey, this is just a thing I got to do. I don't want to do you know, this. Like, yeah, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, you want 10% of my shit? <laughs> but also <at> the, <laughs> I got to sit in the box <laughs> and <tell laughs> preach everything I did. <laughs> 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 he, uh,
1: the government? But uh, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, he's he's gaining an interest uh, in, in mythology and in the occult, uh, and so he's studying those things and losing... So he's losing... So, so
0: just not... He was... Losing his religion. He's yeah. losing his religion. That was that was him in the corner. Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was, was definitely him in, him the, in the corner. Spotlight. <laughs> losing his religion. Thank you, Arian. Uh So anyway, so he's um, he's losing his religion, but also becoming very interested in mythology. In no, he's just swapping.
2: Uh, yeah, he's going from a monotheistic to a polytheistic uh, view. Of, right. Well, I mean, the interesting yeah, thing yeah. about
1: mythology is at some point people believed that those things were real, mm-hmm. right? So he's becoming very interested in, in mythology at this point while also losing... That other <laughs> mythology that people have not let go of yet, right? right? And so, um, so it's at that time that that's all happening. And he he quotes this guy Lucretius, uh, who's Greek. Um, if you can't tell it's from the all name, Greek. yeah, <laughs> as having one of the strongest arguments for atheism. I'm going to try to say this in in in, in whatever language this is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's actually Latin. Uh, nu- nuqueam nobis divinitus s paratum.
0: Holy shit! A burst of fire just happened.
1: rerum, tantum, stata, perita, culpa, which he translated poetically as as follows. He 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 translated this as: Had God designed the world, it would not be a world so frail and faulty as we see. Right, but free will. In a world, but free will. Right, right. So, um, there we go. But
3: also, I'm not religious. I'm agnostic.
1: So so you don't know idea. if we can know God, right? I get it. I get it. Understood. So uh, he does end up abandoning atheism. He becomes interested in the works of a guy by the name of George MacDonald. I've read all of George MacDonald's works. They're fantastic. Um, that He credits that with turning him away from atheism later on. He eventually returns to Christianity specifically, having been influenced by the arguments of his Oxford colleague and Christian friend. You may have heard of him. J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs>
3: that one guy. Oh, that guy. He,
1: he did a yeah.
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, he did a thing. He stuff. also did not finish <laughs> a book series. Yeah. <laughs> well, he died. George that's R. R. not. <laughs> that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he, oh, he, George R.R. Martin. And then he died. He's working
3: Tolkien. on it. I thought yeah. you were talking about
1: Tolkien. Tolkien died. Yeah, that's not well, fair. I also did
3: finish his book J.R.R. Martin. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so doesn't want
3: to finish it yeah.
1: I believe uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh but no, he's
3: waiting now. He
1: saw the final like, episode yeah. was like, "Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, now I got to fix, fix this. this. I got
1: to <laughs> fix this shit." Um so anyhow, so uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, the the writer of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um in the you know, the Hobbit obviously. Uh he influenced C.S. Lewis to to consider the tenets of religion. And so, George McDonald, J.R.R. R. Tolkien, another uh, writer by the name of uh, G.K. Chesterton, also a guy who I've read all of his works, fantastic stuff. Um, Lewis talks about he, was, he vigorously resisted conversion. Um, he said that he was brought into, conver- in, into Christianity, quote, kicking, struggling, resentful, and darting his eyes in every direction for a chance to escape.
3: So, like... When you come out of the vagina, like literally, like that's the...
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
3: he he writes <laughs>
1: later. He writes about his struggle later in a, in a book called S- "Surprised by Joy." He writes. He said. He says this quote: "You must picture me alone in that room in Magdalen, which is at at Oxford, night after night, feeling whenever my mind lifted even for a second from my work, the steady, unrelenting approach of him." speaking of God, whom I so earnestly desired not to meet. That which I greatly feared had at last come upon me. In the Trinity term of 1929, I gave in and admitted that God was God and knelt and prayed, perhaps that night, the most dejected and reluctant convert in all of England. So he's talking about his conversion experience. Like, this is the worst conversion experience ever. Like, I don't want to do this.
3: No, I I kind of feel like that's how it – Always goes. <laughs> so, but he, here's the it's thing. He, converted, so, like the he converted
1: from atheism to theism in 1929, but he did not convert to Christianity specifically until 1931. So for a couple of years, he's like, okay, right. God exists, but I don't know what he wants. I don't care right, what he wants, right. but uh, so anyway, so he converts to Christianity in 1931 um, following a long discussion in late night talk with, with Tolkien and another guy by the name of Hugo, Hugo Dyson, who I know nothing about. Um, I love that name. He the vacuum. Yeah. So he becomes and a member of the Church of England, and Tolkien, uh, J.R. J.R.R. Tolkien is very upset with this because Tolkien is Catholic, and he was yeah. hoping that C.S. Lewis would become Catholic, and he becomes Anglican. <laughs> so he's <laughs> like, "Hey, at least you're halfway there. Wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong team. Right? We're um, halfway there. <laughs> living on a prayer." That's so funny. That's, that's, I, is that a song about C.S. Lewis? Uh, now it's I'm thinking about it. It's literally perfect. <laughs> anyway. Um, so anyway, in a, so he becomes uh, – he, he's the foremost academic though. Uh, undergraduate career, Oxford University. Uh, he ends up getting all sorts of honors. He's elected as a fellow of Magdalene College at Oxford where he worked for nearly 30 years. From 1925 to 1954, he works at Oxford. Yep. Right? Um, he becomes the chair of medieval and renaissance literature at Cambridge, and he's elected a fellow at Magdalen College. So, But in addition to all that, he obviously writes these novels. So he writes a bunch of novels. He starts off writing uh, one of my favorite series, The Space Trilogy, which is what he is not known for. Out of the Silent Planet, Perla- it's the Perlandra Trilogy. Okay. We know J.R.R. Tolkien, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yep. C.S. Lewis, same time, writes the space trilogy, total science fiction, J.R.R. Tolkien, fantasy. right? Okay. Yep. And so uh, he writes this space trilogy, uh, and it kind of deals implicitly with Christian themes, sin, humanity's fall from grace, things like that, um, and redemption, all that jazz. After he's converted, he starts writing what's considered allegorical stuff. You've heard of The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan? Pilgrims' Progress. Mm. Who is not you've not heard of the Pilgrims' Progress? Nope. It's one of the most famous books ever, stories ever written.
2: I've I'm, never I'm heard f- of it either. I'm from hillbilly country. You don't even memory. have to be religious or <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hillbilly. Doesn't matter where you're from. Country. Okay, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. read it. It's great. Okay, so anyway, we don't we don't read them books. He writes.
1: He write, We don't read. What is <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't read. <laughs> so he writes uh, Pilgrim's Regress in 1933, um, which was kind of a. a a sequel to John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, but anyway, this uh, the space trilogy. Uh, space trilogy uh, is really really cool. Uh, he saw he was dealing with what he saw as de- dehumanizing aspects in science fiction that okay. was being written at the time. Did he, but did
0: he start with episode four? <laughs> he did not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was, that was so sad. so he he and, he and Tolkien
1: thing. had agreed to both write science fiction at the time. So, Lewis agrees to write a space travel story, and Tolkien uh, agrees to write a time travel story. Tolkien never finished that time travel story.
3: Mm-hmm. Because he died. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't know why, I, I, anyway, I, I don't know why he did that. But it anyway. It's um, just
2: all like, well, he went to the wrong team, so hey, fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> but, here's the deal. In the space trilogy, Lewis's character, Elwin is based on J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, okay. So, Tolkien writes... Lord of the Trilogy, uh, Lord Lord, Lord, of uh, the Lord of the Rings Trilogy, <laughs> yeah. but
0: he's also a character
1: in one of C.S. Lewis's most famous works, which yeah. is kind of interesting.
0: So, fun story, there was a little bar uh, across the street from where I used to work when I was living down in Northern <laughs> Virginia uh-huh. uh, called Bilbo Baggins. Really? And they actually had a, uh, they, I'm sure they still do, uh, they have a uh, napkin. Um, Tolkien actually came into the bar one day huh, uh, uh. And, and wrote on this napkin, Um, great little spot, you have my permission to use the name in perpetuity. And they had it framed and, like, had a picture with him and the owners and all that stuff. Oh,
1: so he's in the picture. There's, like, proof that he was there, right?
3: I want want a bar to name themselves (laughs) after something I've written. That's literally, like, my only life goal, though.
2: Done. So obviously, the, the, the uh, I like it. Let's, let's like let it. let's <laughs> land this
1: plan. I got like five more minutes of content here. So uh, he obviously writes <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia. That's the the one he the is chronicles most famous for. Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chronicles wh- n- 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 of n- Narnia. Narnia. <laughs> I love. That's one of my favorite Saturday Night Live sketches. <laughs> um, anyway, so he writes the Chronicles of Narnia, which he is most famous for,
3: mm-hmm. um, and they're really good if you. Take out the religious aspect.
1: And, and aspects. the funny thing is. In the, my opinion. The the interesting thing the is. The lion bitch in the bathrobe. What was <laughs> that? It's just like <laughs>
3: being a nice person. The, That's what it's all they, about. They
1: are great stories regardless of whether you're religious or not. I love The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. My favorite story of of all of them uh, is, is still uh, the, oh my goodness. Is the alcohol taking effect right now? No, 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 no. No, the the very, very, very first one—the one one
2: that leads into the one that leads into everything. Like where Um, it's the son of Adam, the daughter of Eve. They go through, and it's where the you know they're it's actually creating the world and how you get the Uh, the light post. uh, Yes. (laughs) Finds yes. A way. <laughs> yeah, I know what book you're talking about. Yes, got the, yes, it's col- the, my favorite one. Collected edition of the Chronicles of Narnia.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely my favorite yeah. one, and I'm I'm looking it up now because I can't remember it just because of this. Because uh, it came out later. Um, the, yeah. Um, yeah. the Magician's uh, yes. Nephew. The Magician's yes. Nephew. That's my favorite one of the series. Um, and then The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe follows after that. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, Magician's Nephew came out way before. Consider it episode one of Star yeah. Wars, yeah. unfortunately. But no okay. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no Jar Jar Binks. Thank
3: God. Misa, you a lion. Yeah.
1: So he writes this story. And the funny thing is people said, hey, <laughs> this, is, this is a Christian allegory. J.R.R. Tolkien even said, hey, yeah. I don't like this because it's an allegory.
2: The white he, witch is the devil here's, the lions.
1: Here's the funny thing God, is yeah. – here, here's the funny thing about that. People read into that. You have to understand C.S. Lewis is the foremost authority yeah. of the 20th century on allegory and mythology. And he says literally – he's like, I am an expert. <laughs> this is not allegory. You clearly don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're seeing these themes. That's fine. Obviously, my faith is written into them in some way, shape, or form, but it's not allegory. Here's what allegory is. Here's what I'm doing. But because we've gotten further and further away from him, we say, oh, it's an allegory. C.S. Lewis categorically denied it's an allegory, just like, um, what's his name? Bruce Willis categorically denies that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Now,
3: It is a fucking Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie.
1: movie. You you. can't be wrong. Maybe C.S. Lewis is wrong. I'm just saying the foremost authority on allegory said it's not an allegory. Here's what it is.
2: Well, I mean, it is very. In terms of literature, like, here's what it actually is. If your point of reference when you're reading it is creationism, it's. I mean, it follows the theme of creationism, There's, right? Uh, but oh, it's not
1: allegory. Those right. there may be right, but element, up, there are religious right, elements in it, but it didn't make an allegory. Right. So I, it allegory. So it was just kind it. of interesting.
3: It's up to the reader, but it, to but to it is yeah.
1: You bring death of author as well, so you yeah. bring what what you want into it. But the funny thing about his works are he was also the foremost Christian apologist of the 20th century. His book, Mere Christianity, is considered one of the best defenses of Christianity uh, ever, still. I yeah. mean, Christianity Today, the okay. magazine, voted it the best book <laughs> of
0: the 20th century. Christianity is Today is that Skeptical, sad. Dave, is skeptical. That's fine. Because, so, I mean, technically speaking, the mm-hmm. definition of allegory mm-hmm. is just a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. Correct. There is no way in hell that you can read those books... And not think that there are moral lessons within them.
1: Well, there are definitely moral lessons. Any book has a moral lesson. Okay, but so, that would be
2: allegory. So that's yeah. not al-
1: that's allegory. I'm, I'm just saying this guy is a foremost authority on <laughs> so allegory. Like, where I think, allegory. Were, I think if he were, I think if CS Lewis were here, would be like that's a,
2: that's a that's
1: a that's a fun child's understanding of what an allegory is. But here's <laughs> here's what it is. <laughs> I'm like okay, no, I mean it is. I mean same thing. Like yeah. you talk, we're doing history, right? Right. And so. Uh, because I majored in history, I understand that this is a this is a fun pop culture view of history for people who, who are just nominally interested in history right. who are listening to the show. Right. But if you want to study history, there's all sorts of shit that goes into that that people don't take into consideration. So even as I'm doing this story, and a lot of it's based off, off of basic Wikipedia understanding of who C.S. Lewis is, I'm going, hey, there's a lot of other stuff that goes into this story that people don't understand. So when we're talking about allegory, he would say, hey, that's a Rudimentary understanding of what allegory is, but I spent my life understanding what myth, mythology, and allegory actually are. So here's why you might think it's allegory based on a basic view of
0: it, but here's why it's not based on an actual understanding of what allegories are. Yeah, but I feel like so. you're never capable of judging your own shit, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, if somebody else had written it, he'd have gone, allegory. Uh,
1: okay. Right. <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but either way. So As
3: a writer... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will tell you. <laughs> like, go <laughs> ahead. Is there a moth that flew out of my mouth. <laughs> um, as a writer, you write what you write, and you have that meaning. But whatever anybody takes mm-hmm. from it is different, right. and you just yeah. He
2: may not have written it as an allegory, as, yeah, an allegoric yeah. story, but. I mean, everybody else is. If everybody else They're is going, it's allegory. It's allegory. <laughs> probably allegory. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of people who are like, mm, that guy just clearly got shot by the cops, but why was he running? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh,
3: I run away from a gun. Every a lot of a lot prayer. of
1: Germans were that's wrong right. about the Holocaust. A lot yeah. of people can be wrong at the same time. <laughs> he happens to be an expert. So anyway, that's just where I give him. How do well,
3: I? D- he just dropped the Holocaust. The funny
1: thing yeah. is, so yeah. speaking <laughs> of. At the time of World War Two, he is he is writing a book that would end up becoming Mere Christianity. He's doing these radio addresses and they would become mere Christianity. And I kept I was reading another book called Why I Am Not a Christian by Bertrand Russell. Okay. Right? And I'm reading this book and I'm going, I feel like I've read direct responses to this before. And then I looked at the publication dates of his book and C. S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. Yeah. I'm going, Huh? This is totally – I mean I don't know it was officially a response, but it definitely felt like a response. But anyway, I could tell – if you read C.S. Lewis, his children's books and then you read his apologetics books, you can tell which apologetics book he was writing at the time he was writing a children's book as well. Because if you read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, you can tell he was giving his radio addresses because there are direct arguments he makes in Mere Christianity that he makes in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe like Which wait, for example so for instance oh say so uh Lucy goes into the wardrobe she comes back from the wardrobe and she says hey I was in Narnia and they're like you were in there for like a few minutes we don't yeah, believe you right. she You're goes to the professor and she says hey I did this they don't believe me and the boys are like yeah she's saying all this she's she's full of shit and the professor says have you ever known Lucy to be uh, a liar, and they're like, "Well, no, not up until now. Like, have you ever known Lucy to be crazy?" And like, "No, we have not." Like, well, then the only other option is that she's telling the truth, which leads into mere Christianity, where he has the argument of Lord liar and lunatic and, of and Jesus. Also and I'm female like, oh. hysteria!" It's, it's kind of well, that had nothing female to do with this book. Hysteria. But one of his <laughs> most just, famous arguments yeah. for uh, she's too
3: young, too young.
1: One of his most famous <laughs> arguments for Christianity was either Jesus was Lord liar or lunatic, not either right. he was. Uh, lying about what he was saying he was crazy about what he was saying or he's actually who he says he was so anyway, I didn't want to get into the religion side of things, but anyway, it's really interesting to read those books and then see kind of he was getting over on people. Gotcha. So even if it wasn't an allegory, he was at least working in the arguments for what he believed. Anyhow. So uh, even though he see, said it wasn't allegory, it was totally It didn't have allegory. to be allegory. Yeah, no, it's not no, 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 cool. no, no, an no, allegory, but all right. it's an allegory. My, not, no, my
0: simplified <laughs> understanding, I'm good. No, <laughs> okay, it's cool. Anyway, whatever. You put arguments in there without being allegory. Okay. Anyhow.
1: So C.S. Lewis. It's an allegory. Allegory.
0: Anyhow. C.S. Lewis.
1: Fantastic. He also died. He ended up dying on the same day that uh, Kennedy, JFK died. Uh, yep. died Interesting. Oh, okay. nice. And he also died I believe the same day From the same that Aldous bullet? Huxley died. Aldous Huxley died on the exact same day as huh? JFK and, yeah. and CS Lewis. Anyhow, that
2: magic bullet got around.
1: That's that's my whole that's my whole <laughs> spiel on CS Lewis. There's a lot more I could say about him, but we're out of time on uh, this. So I'm going to wrap I'm going to wrap this up. So we're good. Um, right. it, I read, read his stuff. Whether you read his children's books or whether you read his uh, adult uh, treaties Great, great stuff. Fantastic writer, regardless of whether you share his beliefs or not. So, Absolutely. I Lewis. agree.
3: C.S. Lewis, amazing writer. Yeah.
1: And he's influencing you as a, as a comic book writer, whether you know it or not.
3: Of course.
1: He is. He is. Okay, so here <laughs> we go. Right. We're done. So,
2: We're done. It's time to
1: pop out the plug. 7.2 tours. Check us out. We do tours of Detroit when I have time because I got this new big boy job. Also, <laughs> check out my new show, old show, Leading questions with <laughs> Calvin Moore, because I haven't done this show in like two months, so it feels new again. But anyway, leading questions with Calvin Moore, also on the Podcast Detroit Network. Thank you, Dave, for giving us the space and time to do the show on your network. Awesome.
0: Excellent. C.S. Um, Lewis, bro. C.S.
3: <laughs> <See us?
0: laughs> Podcast Detroit. He totally wrote out an allegory. <laughs> Period. End of story.
2: Uh. Podcast Detroit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tolkien didn't like his book, by the way. <coughs> didn't like it.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, SourcePoint Press, Deepwater Games, Oxeye Media. Uh, fuck, yeah, fuck Steve. Fuck uh, Steve. And look forward to our Patreon with sexy shower sonnets. <laughs> Sonnets, of the, Sonnets hedgehog, the Hedgehog and, uh, and 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 the new, in the
3: newsroom from history. That's right. The the in the newsroom. The yeah. the already from
0: popular history. and hasn't even been done yet circumcision episode. Yeah.
3: Oh my God! I'm so excited. <laughs> that's. Patreon stuff uh, just yes, for you. Yes. For just a dollar a month, <laughs> you can get this. we we'll have thing. Sarah
0: McLachlan in the background. I
3: know. And I there, feel, there's like, like, sad I feel dogs. like the circumcision episode is going to have to be $2. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, we got to pay for that guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> it does cost money yeah. to make shit look that good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, stephaniemenard.com for almost all <laughs> Unless you pay enough (laughs) of your Stephanie Menard needs. Boom. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dev.
2: I'm Calvin. David, it was an allegory.